0: Listening to this episode could literally help you with hypertension. It could help lower your blood pressure and help you avoid the silent killer. Let's do that today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real, real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food, and here's your host, Spencer Frederick. We're talking about the silent killer today. That's hypertension, or as I will be referring to it today, high blood pressure. And I think the very first thing I want to say here is uh, the definition of high blood pressure. So this isn't my definition. This is American Heart Association's definition. Uh, They say high blood pressure, also referred to as hypertension, is when your blood pressure, the force of blood flowing through your blood vessels is consistently too high. I think that's first step. We need to know the definition. But I also want to give you a visual of, of high blood pressure. And I want you to think of a farmer, a cattle farmer and he has this vast pasture where he has his cattle grazing on the grass for food and they drink water out of the natural stream that runs through their acreage. And one day the farmer wakes up and he notices there's very limited amount of water. And of course he's concerned because his cattle need to drink. So what he does is he travels upstream. He's like, there must be a blockage or something. I need to see what's going on here. And what he sees uh developing are multiple beaver dams they aren't yet complete on their dam but they have built enough of a dam that it is slowing the flow of the stream and so obviously he needs to clear those beaver dams out of there get rid of those beavers so that his cattle can have the amount of water that they need and get proper flow uh all the way downstream right and that's what i want you to think of when somebody says i have high blood pressure There is some sort of clot blocking your blood flow. There is fatty buildup blocking your blood flow. And the reason I just jumped right into a definition and giving you a vision is because I think there's some sort of disconnect. When somebody says, hey, I have high blood pressure, I think that means nothing to some people like, hey, I have hypertension. Okay, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm doing fine. And that's why they call it the silent killers, because there aren't these symptoms. It doesn't hurt. It's not like, ow, my blood hurts. You know, ow, my blood vessels hurt. No, that's not usually how it goes. Uh, And you don't have to be necessarily overweight or anything even to have high blood pressure. It is just a blockage. And 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 I think I want to put um, a more serious feel around it. Like when somebody says, "Hey, you have high blood pressure. I need you to take this medication because uh, this could get bad." I think I think some people think that high blood pressure is just something you can. You can, you know, change his day-to-day, which it does, but people try to catch it on a day where it's it's low, and then they're like, well, I'm okay. Well, if you have kind of a history of, like, high blood pressure, or if you've been told multiple times that you have high blood pressure, what I want you to do is assume that it's something you need to tackle. I hope that's the way I would handle it if someone told me that I had a high blood pressure is I want to take it very serious. I want it so that next time they check my blood pressure or every single time they check my blood pressure, it's in the normal ranges. Every time they check mine currently today, Spencer's blood pressure today, every time I've been checked, they always tell me it's normal. They always tell me it's ideal where it needs to be. And so if it wasn't, for the very first time, I wouldn't assume that, hey, it's probably just going to come down. I'm going to ask this question. What did I do to increase my numbers, the top number and the bottom number. um, And what can I do to bring those back down into normal ranges? And then I'm going to take action. But what I want to talk about also, so we've covered, I gave you a vision of what it is, a little visual. It's that stream of water and the beavers are blocking it up. But I also want to talk about how you can uh, treat it and how you can control it. First, you need to know it though. You can get something for thirty to fifty dollars, order it on Amazon, and it's a little auto home HUD uh, high or excuse me, blood pressure monitor. You put it on your arm, you push a button, and it's that quick. I want you guys to get those. You know, it's just a nice tool to have at home. Even if you don't think you have high blood pressure, why not just stay on top of it and you know keep track of it, write it down somewhere or, or log it in an Excel sheet. That'd be pretty cool, right? If you don't want to do that then you have to go to your doctor and do a, uh, and do a checkup and where they do their blood pressure and maybe they'll run some other numbers too. But, but that's number one is awareness of it because I think some people are hiding from some of their, their blood work. Like, well, I haven't gone to the doctor in five years and I refuse to spend any money on a, a blood pressure monitor. Well, that's just bogus. Uh, you, you should know these things. You don't want any of this stuff to sneak up on you, surprise you. You know, number two is if you've been prescribed with uh, blood pressure medication, please take it. I'm going to talk about the lifestyle change that you probably needed to make. And you guys knew I was probably going to talk about it, but you got to be taking your your blood pressure medication. Your doctor is uh, trained in medicine. And when you come in and they see that your blood pressure is too high, they will prescribe you medications to get it back down into normal ranges and you should be taking it. And and what I wrote about in my little thing in my little post the other day was some people will say, "Yeah, but I hate taking pills every day." You know, what are the other side effects of this pill? And that's true. There probably are some other side effects, but instead of hating taking a pill every day, I need you to hate your blood pressure numbers. How about start with that hate? Like, "Well, I don't like my blood pressure numbers." So, I'm going to decrease those instead of complain about popping a pill. That's just the cost of having high blood pressure. If you're prescribed medication, if I was prescribed medication, like they said, this is really high. Take this, please. I'd be taking it. Now, what I would do next is, and what I want you to do next, or anybody should do this. It doesn't, you know, if, if your numbers are sneaking up, you should still do this one. And that's, uh, you should probably have some healthier habits. And you knew that was coming from me, right guys? (laughs) You knew I was going to talk about it, but this is unfortunately where people shut off. It's like, Hey, how do I get my blood pressure down? Well, you need to have a proper diet. You need to move a little bit more. You might want to consider working out, uh, increase your cardio activity, you know, all, all these things. And it just like people kind of go numb because that's, that's how you correct a lot of these numbers. Cholesterol. Uh, what else? Uh, if you're pre-diabetic, you know, they say, say that same list. And so I think we've, we've kind of become numb to it, but That's what you need to do. But when people get that list of things, this is what they assume. They assume that they have to be on some extreme life-changing diet where they can never have their favorites again. They assume that they have to eat smaller than what a toddler eats. They assume that they have to cook up Brussels sprouts for every meal, even though they hate Brussels sprouts. I got to choke them down so that I can improve my blood pressure. I got to sign up for that marathon because that's what I got to do is, is work out like a professional athlete or an Olympian. That's how I get my blood pressure down. No, guys, even though I am going to preach about you need to change your lifestyle, you you don't have to do these insane extremes. And so this is what I would do. This is what I would do if I were someone that was told, hey, you have high blood pressure. Number one thing I would do, I would find my number one struggle, the number one thing that holds me back. I call it the big boulder. So if you have like a sack, f- like, no, let's say you have a school bag full of rocks, and they're all different kinds of rocks in there. You have... Uh, pebbles, little tiny pebbles. Then you have these big boulders. Now, if that bag was too heavy to carry and somebody said, hey, you need to lighten the load, would you take out a pebble and expect it to feel any different? Is that what you would do? You would take out one tiny little thing and expect your, your book bag to get any lighter? No, you would probably take out the biggest boulder so that you could lift the book bag. And that's what I want you to do. So number one, what what, what would I do? I'd find my my struggles. And so I'd ask myself, do I eat out every day? If the answer was yes, or if it was almost every day, I would set a rule around eating out. I would only eat out on the weekends. Uh, And so that would require me maybe heading to the grocery store and getting some stuff in the house. You know what I mean? Once you set a rule, then there's some things that kind of follow up. Number two, do I drink alcohol? Do I drink too much alcohol? You can have limited amounts of alcohol, but, but but do I drink too much? You know, some of you start drinking right after work at three o'clock and then you don't stop until you're tired and you go to bed. Maybe start it like later, like six or something. You limit your drinking window. And that's the same thing with like, you know, do you have a sweet tooth? Is that something that might be hurting your blood pressure? You know, set a rule where you can only have one treat per day or set a rule where you can only have a treat after 8 p.m. You know that limits your your eating window, and that's the same rule as the alcohol. It limits your alcohol window. That way, you have something to look forward to. You could have your favorites and stuff, but uh, this way, you're you're taking strides in the right direction. You know, do you sit too much? Some of you just naturally sit too much, and some of you you sit at home, and then your work requires sitting, and and your weekends are, are sitting, and there's just too much sitting. Well, now you need to track your steps. Well, I don't know my steps. I don't know how many steps I get. Is what I hear from people. I don't know my steps okay, now you need to pay for something that tracks your steps. And, and this is the action that people avoid. They don't want to buy the blood pressure monitor. They don't want to buy the, the watch and put it on the wrist. That tracks their daily steps. You know, they don't want to head to the doctor. Well, that's time. And I don't know if I can get that off work. Well, hey, it's worth your time. It's worth your time. You're going to have to put some sort of action or investment into this to make sure that you can get it corrected. And that's just me helping, you know, brainstorm for you. You got to find your number one big boulder and you don't have to make it perfect. You, if you have a sweet tooth and you literally eat sweets for every meal, you don't have to cut out all sweets. You don't have to take that out of your life. But we do have to find a way to limit it. We have to change something so that we can get your blood pressure back in the normal ranges. Now, the last thing I'm going to finish with is why. Why in the world would you take action on your blood pressure, well, my first answer is surprising is you wouldn't if you don't care. You know what I mean? If you have nothing to live for if if you don't care when you have serious health concerns, then you wouldn't do anything, would you if if someone told me that I had high blood pressure. I would take care of it because I want to live longer. I don't like taking medications as well because of the other side effects, and I just don't like to rely on medications. That's just my own personal rule. I would also take it so that I could see things in this life. I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm a believer in, in the next life, but there are things that I want to experience still in this life here, and you know, related to my kids growing up and related to them having kids and and all the things that I want to see. And then I also don't want to cripple myself. You know, I don't want to end up having, you can have a stroke and you end up, uh, you know, in a wheelchair or you have a stroke and you can't think right. You can't talk right. You can you can have a heart attack and you're just never the same. You can have all these these things that are related to blood pressure that that keep you from experiencing the rest of your life the way you want to. It has control of you if you don't take care of it. And so you only take care of it. You only take my advice from this episode if you actually care about that stuff. And, and sometimes you hear people say, well, I do. I promise you, I do care about this stuff. I really do. You know, your episode about blood pressure the other day, it, it is so true. And that's what I need to work on. Well, the things that I covered today, like if you can't do them, if you can't uh, take your blood pressure medications and then also change some of your habits, your healthy habits, then you do need a coach if you, right? Doesn't that make sense? If you can't do this, then you need someone to help you do this. There's no shame in asking for help. Well, how much does that cost, Spencer? Isn't that going to cost me an arm and a leg? I don't know. The, you know, the if you buy the cheap stuff, it won't change. It won't change you much, especially if you need a lot of accountability. Some people do. That's just humans. Some people need more. Some people need less. Okay, you are you. and 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 you have to look at you know, your blood pressure numbers, your, your number on the scale, you, how much pain you have, uh, how you sleep at night. You need to take that as, this is what I'm producing. These are the results that I'm producing. How did I get to this point? Well, it was these actions. It was this lifestyle. Because even though, you know, I talked about medications, you also have to look at the causation. What caused this? What was I doing the last 25 years that caused this? The last 10 years that made this worse? And then making sure that you do something about it. And it has to be long-term. It can't be too insanely extreme or you're just going to keep quitting. And if you keep quitting, get that accountability. Get to that next level. I've never seen anyone correct their blood pressure, lose a bunch of weight, correct their cholesterol, you know, go from pre-diabetic to like, they're, they're not pre-diabetic at all and their blood sugars are super normal. I've never seen anyone say this. I regret that. Never. I've been doing this for 12 years. I've been helping people get in shape and help with their health for 12 years. 12 years puts me back in college when we first had um, nutrition and kinesiology courses. I've never seen anyone regret it. All right. I hope this helps. You know, listen to this again. Take some action on some of the points I talked about. And, uh, you know, take your blood pressure serious. Spencer, signing off.